Welcome back to my Purposeful Power Within podcast. I'm Jeannie Layton. In my last podcast, I asked you some questions about your daily routines. I hope you really gave yourself some honest answers to those questions. In this episode, we are going to go deeper into the purpose of good daily routines. Let's start with when your alarm goes off. Are you pushing the snooze button or are you actually getting up? Do you feel rested or did you go to bed too late last night? According to the Mayo Clinic, an adult should be getting seven or more hours of sleep at night. Having a full night's rest can help you start your morning routine in the right direction. I know for myself, I need at least seven to eight hours each night to really feel my best. Now that you're awake, what's the first thing you do? This time should be reserved for showing up for yourself. Do some exercise or meditate or even just some simple stretches. Even if it's only 15 minutes, it still is greatly beneficial. Sleeping 15 minutes less for the payoff of showing up for yourself is well worth it. Let's face it, that extra 15 minutes of lying in bed isn't going to make you feel any more rested. I suggest checking out YouTube for endless videos of meditation or for workouts that fit your interest, level, and time. Even just a 15-minute walk is beneficial to the body and mind. These practices are a good way to clear your head and start your day. I challenge you to set aside 30 minutes for yourself first thing in the morning. This is an important part of self-love and self-care routine. It does not take any money, but the decision to show up for yourself in this way each morning is priceless. Don't let your cell phone distract you either. You can check email or social media later. This time is just for you. How are you waking up your children? Hopefully you put them to bed so that they had plenty of rest and can maybe wake up on their own without needing you to be their alarm. Infants need up to 17 hours of sleep a day. Toddlers need 11 to 14 hours of sleep a day. Preschool age needs 10 to 13 hours of sleep a day. And school-age children up to the age of 12 need at least 9 to 12 hours of sleep a day. Also keep in mind, these totals include naps for younger children. Are you rushed to get them out of bed? Or do you maintain a calmer presence? Are you showing your kids a few moments of love and affection first thing? Remember, how you start their day sets the tone for how their entire day goes. Yes, there are going to be those days that kids just fight against you. But remember, your reaction to that behavior makes a difference and can immediately diffuse those moments. With proper bedtime routine and a good dinner, along with nutrition, these morning meltdowns won't happen very often. Let's move on to breakfast. Do you yourself eat? Do you have time to eat? If you skip breakfast, how does it make you feel? How does it affect your morning and your day? I know many people are not breakfast eaters, and that's not a big deal, unless it backfires later in the morning. If it backfires and you are reaching for an unhealthy snack or you get a little hangry, then you need to revisit the idea of eating breakfast. 
What about breakfast for your kids? Do they have enough time to eat or are you rushing them? What food are they eating? Is it a carbohydrate rich, sugar filled breakfast that's going to cause a sugar rush and a mid morning crash, which will affect their mood and behavior? Does their breakfast have any protein to offset all the carbs? How nutritious is the meal you are serving? According to the USDA Food Programs for Children, a healthy breakfast should consist of milk, a serving of fruit or veggie, and a whole grain or grain-enriched grain and protein. After working with young kids for many years, I can tell you firsthand how important a good breakfast is. With a good breakfast, kids play better, there's less emotional breakdowns, and above all, their mood is happier. Don't send them on their way filled with sugar. It ends up being a rough start to their day, and you don't want to set them up for disaster. Each child has different, different dietary needs, and you as the parent have the responsibility of understanding what those needs are. For picky eaters, there's lots of sneaky ways to get proper nutrition. A lot of time with consistency, a picky eater will broaden their palate. Have you ever considered or questioned if food could be causing issues for yourself or your kid? Foods can create issues that we may be unaware of. So now it's off to work and the kids to school or daycare. Let's hope you have a good plan for your own lunch so that you can be at your best the entire day. This lunch that you eat also sets the tone for your afternoon and evening ahead. Are your kids served nutritious meals while outside of your care? Are they receiving the type of care they need while you were away from them? Do you ever randomly show up at the daycare to see how things are when you're not expected? Now keep in mind, there could be lots of toys and noise, but does everything feel okay? Trust your gut. For those of you that are stay-at-home parents, let's discuss your day. Do you have a schedule you follow? Are you attempting to get kids and yourself outside? There's so much benefit to being outside when weather permits. A schedule can allow for flexibility, but it also gives you structure. I cannot speak highly enough about a schedule. You can ask any teacher or childcare provider and they will say the same. In a sense, I have been a stay-at-home parent to 16 kids a day for the last 22 years. I just have a few more laws that I have to follow. The workday is done. If you're picking up kids, how do you greet them? I truly hope that you are not on your cell phone regularly at pickup. Your kids haven't seen you in several hours. They need that personal attention. Now it's time to go home and figure out dinner. Have you planned ahead and know what's on the menu? Do you have all the ingredients you need to prepare it? Let's remember that a smooth meal preparation and healthy meal will create a better flowing evening. A proper dinner should consist of protein, fruit, veggie, grain, or two veggies and no fruit.
With proper planning and preparation, meals can be quick. Keep in mind that the type of dinner served will also affect the success of bedtime. How are you spending your evening? Are your kids overscheduled with extracurricular activities? Kids really shouldn't be involved in so many activities that they don't have free downtime. It's just too stressing on their body. Do you give your kids your full attention or are you watching TV or on your phone? Do you try to maintain the same routine each night? Kids thrive on dependability. By sticking to the same routine, it gives your child the ability to know what's next. I advise giving kids bath at night. It helps to wash away the day. It's a very calming way to ease into bedtime. Do you read a story to your kids at bedtime? Reading a short story is very beneficial to their development, and it's also a precious bonding experience between you and your child. Do you spend a few moments with them so that they can really feel like they're special? Kids can fight bedtime, but with consistency, it becomes much easier. Another reminder that pumping them full of a sugary dessert after dinner will not help with bedtime success. Now that the kids are in bed, what do you do with your time? Do you stay up late binge watching TV? Do you read a book, take a bath? Is there a better way to invest your time than the current way? Remember that if you stay up late, it sets your morning up for not a good start. Sleep is especially important to both you as an adult and for your children. This is where some discipline might need to be exercised. Really challenge yourself to turn off the TV or to put down the, your cell phone. In time, it will become a habit and you will see the rewards of more sleep and better utilized personal time. I know we all have busy days and days that can actually be from hell, but that doesn't mean we want our kids to suffer. If it was a rough day, allow yourself five to 10 minutes of just deep breathing to calm down and separate from the rough day so you can become present in the evening. You can even invite your kids to join in and help them learn the skills of calming down through breathing and quiet moments. I hope you can see how each moment and each decision leads into the next. We can build our day for good flowing if we just keep that in mind. So now let's discuss some tips to help your routine. I love the concept of meal prep once a week. Don't be afraid to try out freezer meals, which is making dinners ahead of time and freezing them. Make a menu for the week and then add each needed item to your shopping list. This is an easy way to make sure you have all the ingredients, ingredients needed. I'd even suggest looking ahead at the week and planning meals specific, specific to each night, depending upon what else is on the schedule for each day within the week. This small amount of planning will pay off. I've posted on the Instagram account an easy chicken marinade recipe. You can start in the morning and then grill for dinner 
It's a favorite of my family and it pairs well with anything. I have also posted an easy cup, egg cup recipe that you can prep for breakfast. We use this when traveling for quick hotel breakfast. I really think as a society, we have forgotten the idea of a meal being simple. Don't think you need to be a master chef to create simple meals. The crock pot or Instapot makes meals easier, easier for all of us also. With many people working from home now, it's feasible to put a meal in the crock pot earlier in the day and by dinner, it's ready to serve. If you look up on Pinterest, you'll find lots of recipes that will fit into your family's needs and that will fit into your schedule well. Anything you cook from scratch is filled with more nutrients than any box meal. Plus, it comes from a place of love and intention, which the box meal just doesn't have. How many of us have fond memories of a home-cooked meal that our grandma made or somebody similar to a grandma? They may have been a good cook or may not have been but they also infuse that meal with love and purpose. Keep in mind that we don't expect a car to run on empty or work well with bad gas. Why would we expect our bodies to be any different? What we consume is really important for proper function. Does this mean no treats? Not at all, but a treat is not a regular indulgence. It's our responsibility as parents to say no to things that are not good for our kids. We wouldn't let our kids intentionally be submitted to physical harm, but by constant indulgence of treats, in a way we are allowing them to be submitted to harm. At the end of the day, our whole routine comes down to what we choose to create. By prioritizing sleep, it starts each day better. With each day off to a good start with better sleep, you will continue on with making better, more purposeful choices. Feeding our bodies the right food helps us feel better and in turn helps us make better choices. With the intent to always do what is in the best interest of yourself and your kids, even small choices will feel important. You can take your power back and create a smoother flowing routine for yourself and your family. Set a goal to try this out for three weeks. Maybe even keeping a journal of how it's going could help. You will be able to see some positive changes happen within yourself, your kids, and your family. Remember to follow along on Instagram at my purposeful power within. Subscribe to the podcast and share the podcast with others. My website is in the show notes. Mypurposefulpowerwithin.com is where you can learn more about me and book a session with me, the various services I offer. Together, we can create a purposeful, flowing family. Until next time, I remind you to enjoy the journey we call life.